This is Spiritual Reality Plainly Seen, the podcast that takes a look at spirituality in our lives and the world around us. Here's your host, Dr. Frank Kaufman. On February 24th, I was invited by New York State Assemblyman Nader Sayage to offer some thoughts to a community of religious and political leaders on the occasion of celebrating the 37th Annual World Interfaith Month. Here are my remarks. Thank you, Assemblyman. Thank you for inviting us and for creating this. We're really grateful to you. We really are. Thank you. I'm Frank Kaufman. I'm the president of the 12 Gates Foundation. It's an interreligious and interfaith organization that works on a global level. Our issues are war and peace. Our issues are harmony and cooperation among religious communities and religious people. I've done interfaith all my life since the late 70s. Uh, I've been involved in most of the major world conflicts in Israel and Palestine, in uh, Pakistan and India, in Sri Lanka and India. I was in the Philippines. I was held hostage by one of the separatist jihadi movements. It's not really jihadi, but anyway, you know the Southern Philippine group. So I've been in war, I've been in jail, and uh, I do this work for a living. I've done it all my life. Interfaith can't afford to be static. It can't afford to do the same thing every time we meet, but we have that tendency to be like that because there's always new people. It's always exciting to, for the first time ever, be with a rabbi. And as it grows, the elders don't really progress oftentimes. We're again and again in interfaith encounters. They're thrilling while there, and then they don't get carried beyond oftentimes. So I just wanted to give a a simple word of thought about religion and political life. Political life deals with geography. So people find themselves in a locale, and then we come under the protective care of a person who we select, or by various means we have a political leader over the boundaries of our neighborhoods or counties or villages. The responsibility of political leaders is the social, cultural, and physical care of your ward, right? The people you care for. Religious leaders take care of the eternal lives, not the physical life, but eternal life. If we look at it as a vertical locale or vertical geography, we're sitting side by side, and we have our elected leader, our imam, our priest, our rabbi, who cares for our eternal life. Then religious leaders and political leaders need to care for one another. We can't pray if we don't eat. Our king helps us and our farms and protects us with his armies. And so the religious leader, political leader, has to work closely together. The, on the other hand, you, if you have a country with a good strong army and plenty of good soil, but it's full of thieves, liars, and, and, and murderers, there's no good for your country either. So the religious provides the moral and spiritual and eternal life, and this is the harmony that exists. If we think of religious life as a locale or as a geography, then we can begin to understand how interfaith will then be a progressive thing. Just like international relations, just like leaders of different countries have to be in dialogue and have to work together, similarly, the religious leaders need to understand, have good bilateral relations, 
We'll come at odds sometimes. What about this? What about that? But we have to work it out. We can't have border skirmishes. That's, that's what interfaith needs to be. Finally, now we're no longer separated. It used to be, this is a Muslim village. You have an imam. It works pretty well. Now everything is blended. And this is the genius of political leaders creating interfaith bodies. That's, it's, it's a necessity of this time. And that's why I admire you assemblymen and, and any of similar who understand that I no longer have a Jewish village. Every village is multi-form. Who's the religious leader I go to? It can't be him and her and him and her and her. It has to be a collective. And that's what interfaith has to mature and grow and develop in this way. Uh, so I'll close my remarks, but I'm, I'm going to do something. If I may, I'd like to ask a prayer. May I pray? Because to have every one of every tradition all together, uh, it's not common for me, but something terrible happened this morning. A superpower began bombing innocent civilians. I'd like to pray uh, and, and invite the power of every uh, religion here around the table. I'll only be brief. Our loving God, a terrible thing has happened on our planet to your children today. Uh, th things might have worked out, they could have been worked out, but aggression happened. And with the power of today's military might, the amount of destruction and harm to people's lives is immeasurable. We are here as a beautiful flower of every religion Islam, Christianity, Hinduism, Baha'i, uh, and others I've not mentioned, Judaism. So we're here as one voice, as one people, as your children. Show us how we can help stop the aggression and allow your children to start their lives again in peace. We're sorry that this has happened. We pray that we can be helpful to cause it to stop. Thank you for your love around us. Please hear our prayers. Amen. 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 Thank you, Assembly. Thank you very much.